It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights drop game 5-4-1 to one to the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal, a 3-2 series lead, have an opportunity to close out the Vegas Golden Knights in game 6 Thursday in the Stanley Cup semifinals. To help us break this one down, we head back up to the radio booth, bringing the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, this is, uh, this is a tough one. you got to give all the credit in the world to the Montreal Canadiens. They take away the middle of the ice. Vegas really can't get the dangerous looks on Carey Price. And, you know, the Montreal Canadiens come in and they take care of business. Yeah, it was an impressive performance by Montreal. They get the first goal, right? We've talked so much about how strong they are, not only getting a first goal, but keeping the opposing team off the board. I know I've said this umpteen times. They've given up a grand total of three goals in the first period, all playoffs. I mean, that's just nuts at this stage, yeah. that they are 16 games in. They've given up a total of three goals in first periods, and they're now plus 10 in the first period. So that set the tone, but you figure, okay, the Knights have been good at sort of bouncing back, but no, I mean, the veteran Eric Stahl manages to make it 2-0, and at the same time, that group of Lekkinen, Dano, and Gallagher, they still have not put up any points. However, they have their fingerprints all over this game today. The series overall, but perhaps their strongest performance today, because they had a few threats offensively, but they are just so impressive of denying the Knights anything that they want to do. And then you throw in the third line. that they got that first goal. Uh, that Anderson, Kakaniemi, and Byron line is, uh, I, I didn't think I'd see or I'd be uh, intrigued by them coming into the series, but they've been intriguing to me. And then, you know, Cole, uh, Cole Caulfield, the rookie sensation here, coming up from college ranks to score a couple of power play goals against the Knights here in this series. And uh, that just seemed to short circuit the Knights' hopes of coming from behind, right? They've had comebacks, but they have gotten the ball rolling with a quick response, and, and then they are sort of sparked, inspired. Today, that, that just didn't happen. Even though they did get a goal in the third, it, it just didn't really seem to be the, the kind of spark that they have found in previous comebacks. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting one because from one thing we've seen for the Golden Knights all year long is that when their backs are against the wall, when they really have to come up with a game, they've risen to the occasion more often than not, and here they are facing elimination for Game 6 and then hoping to get it to a Game 7. What's your expectation out of the Golden Knights on Thursday night? Oof, yeah. Well, Gary and I sort of touched on this, Ryan. You wonder about the fatigue factor. It's, it's physical, it's mental. The exhaustion of traveling all across the country and back. There's no travel days this year. The Knights have not had to make that sort of trek all season, and they're going to fly back tomorrow. And again, it's not that you've got, you know, a, ga a like a tank of gas, and you just, you know, let it trickle down and trickle down, and all of a sudden you're out of gas and you don't get any get any back. Right? They're human beings. They yeah. they respond. Um, they get some energy back. It's hard to sort of feel. Um, when that energy might return, right? It's, 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 who knows? It's human nature. Like, I could say personally, like, I felt tired today yeah. calling the game, yeah. right? So, and, and I'm sort of on a similar kind of travel schedule as these guys. Um, it's certainly not about me, but it, I just, you know, sometimes you, you feel energetic, you feel on top of it when you show up at the rink, and their job is a million times harder than mine. <laughs> so, uh, so I, but I, like, when they show up at Bell Center day after tomorrow, Maybe they won't feel tired. Maybe, you know, the, the body responds in time. I've, I have no idea, right? And, and it, like I said earlier, it might affect a few guys more than others. You've got somebody like Nicholas Watt looked really good against, like Matthias Yanmark was flying all over the place. Yeah. So uh, Petrangelo's been really good in all the games, too. So um, it, it, everybody's different. Yeah, and it's interesting because the travel is, is not something that the Golden Knights really had to deal with too much um, in terms of this regular season. But the Montreal Canadiens, by virtue of playing in the North Division, had to have the, the cross-country travel. And maybe that's a, a bit of an edge that we, we didn't focus too much on in, in the lead-up to this series. Yeah, and, and also, Ryan, consider the type of hockey that they play. Whereas the Knights, so much of what their success often will be related to speed and when you're well rested and you've got the energy you're going to be able to 
show off that speed more and more often. You know, Stevenson showed off the speed today, but he was the guy who hadn't played the last few games, yeah. right? But uh, Montreal, their their game is not predicated on the speed the same way that the Knights is. Um, so the Knights, uh, I wonder if that sort of, you know, in the barometer of things, that tilts the way of Montreal. All right, Dan, as always, thank you for joining us here on the post-game show, and we will chat to you, chat with you on Thursday from Montreal. Great. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We are back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights drop this one 4-1. to one. The Montreal Canadiens take a 3-2 to two series lead in the Stanley Cup semifinals. Golden Knights facing elimination and need to find a win in Montreal on Thursday night. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights return to health. Chandler Stevenson back in the lineup. You had uh, as close to your ideal lineup as possible for the Golden Knights and uh, still can't find the win here, but they have another opportunity, another crack at it on Thursday night. Let's head downstairs, bring in Alex Petrangelo and Marc-Andre Fleury as they address the media after tonight's game. I think there's any panic, you know, we, we, we all wanted to do better tonight and uh, it's disappointing, but like we've done in the past and they lost in the playoffs, you know, you think about it for, for a little while here and tomorrow's a new day, get up ready to go and like Petro said, you know, go, uh, go get an next one in Montreal. Next question, Guillaume Lepage, NHL.com. Salut Marc-André, on a vu un peu de frustration de votre côté ce soir. Uh, Qu'est-ce que, qu Regardez ça simple, quand envoyer des, euh, avoir des gars au filet, envoyer des, des, des rondelles au filet avec des, pour des gars devant Kerry pour cacher la vue par des types, pour prendre des rebounds. Euh, être, ils, ils ferment très bien le jeu dans, dans leur zone, euh, en zone neutre dans leur zone. Euh, avoir des joueurs dans, dans le centre de, de leurs cinq gars pour, pour avoir ce, ces rebounds-là, pour avoir ces types-là. Euh, quand je pense qu'on a, a eu une couple de bonnes games dans, dans ce tir-là, euh, trouver ça, trouver le, le fire un peu, puis retourner dans, dans nos zones, puis on doit être correct. We'll take two more questions here. Next question, Jesse Granger, The Athletic. Hey, Alex. Not about you specifically, but the team as a whole, the passing just seemed off, especially early on, the timing. Um, is that just execution, or do you think that is Montreal doing that? Uh, I think it's mostly execution. I mean, there's plays there that we got to make. I mean, This time of the year, too, you're not going to get a fresh sheet of ice with the way the temperatures are. Um, uh, you know, it's not easy to play. I mean, they missed uh, some passes, too. I think it's something that we got to be a little more patient with. Uh, certainly understand when there's a chance to, to make a clean play and understand when there's not. So it's on us. It's a little bit in the ice, a little bit they're doing. Um, something that we certainly can, can talk about and look at. And last question, Luke Julianis. Thank you very much. Uh, question for Marc Henry. Comment t'expliques ce soir? Euh, Marc-André Fleury and Alex Petrangelo as they address the media after tonight's game. Let's take a look at the highlights in this one. We go back to the first period. The Golden Knights looking to have a better start. But as we've seen all series long, the Canadians capitalize on a mistake as Jesperi Kakaniemi opens the scoring for Montreal. Lead pass Anderson. He gets through. Stop by Fleury. Rebound. Score. The follow-up from Kakaniemi. And Montreal takes a 1-0 lead on its second shot of the game. That's caught Kanyemi from Anderson and Byron at 8.45 of the first period to make it 1-0 Montreal. We'd head to the second period, and the Golden Knights would need to find some chances early. However, it's Marc-Andre Fleury coming up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Up ahead, Kakaniemi feeds left circle out in front for Byron. Save, Fleury! Down with the pads. Paul Byron looking for his fourth goal in three games, and he couldn't get it by. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart 
life. The Golden Knights continued to look for a spark, but they ended up trying to do a little too much. A turnover leads to a great pass from Nick Suzuki to Eric Stahl to put the Habs up 2 to nothing. In comes Suzuki down the near boards, left wing side. Stevenson and Petrangelo defend out in front, score! Suzuki got it to the middle, ripped home by Eric Stahl. 2 to nothing, Canadians. 13.28 to go in the second period. Eric Stahl from Nick Suzuki and Tyler Toffoli at 6.32 of the second period to make it 2-0 Montreal. Just three minutes later, a Mark Stone turnover led, leads to Cole Caulfield's power play goal. Takeaway, Stone ahead, shorthanded, works up to the line, lost possession, tipped ahead, behind the D, Corey Perry, left circle, feeds the middle, they score! Cole Caulfield, 3-0 Montreal. Power play goal, Perry to Caulfield. That's Caulfield from Perry and Suzuki at 9.44 the second period to make it 3-0 Montreal, a power play goal. We'd head to, actually let's head downstairs right now to catch head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Hi Pete, uh, Braden McNabb said after tonight, you know, you guys basically didn't play your game at all tonight. Is that similar to what you saw in this game? Uh, yeah, you know, I think... Um... You know, hard to explain. You know, we just uh, we didn't have great legs, didn't have great execution. You have to give them credit. They, I thought they played a real good road game, and and then obviously falling behind early uh, against that team is uh, is tough. That's not a formula for success uh, we've shown. Jesse Granger, the Athletic. Hey, Jesse. Hey Pete, you mentioned the execution, and obviously Montreal's pressure has something to do with it. But it just seemed like the timing and the passes were off uh, today. What, what do you like in general when when the passes are off like that? What do you think usually leads to it? I don't know. You know, I mean, uh, you can point to a lot of things, but you know, they they, they traveled just like we did. You know, so uh, there's no, there shouldn't be any fatigue excuses. <clears throat> you know, we just weren't, we, we weren't, uh, we weren't sharp in our execution, uh, in our decisions, and, uh, and it costs us. Ed Graney. Hey, Ed. Hey, Pete. Uh, the other day you said even for very elite people, it's hard to score in this league, especially the playoffs. Um, Pacioretty gets the first year of top six. Stone doesn't have a point in the series. Is it more them frustrating your top guys or your top guys? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we've, we've got to find a way. You know, we, 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 you, you got to find a way this time of year against uh, good teams and against pressure and against attention and, you know, against a good goalie. You got to find a way. That, those are the teams that, uh, that end up standing at the end of the day. So, um, you know, they're, they're a good team. They're doing some good things. But, you know, we, we've got to find uh, some answers. And, you know, the good news is we're still alive. We've got to go and win a game and get this back to game seven. We've, we've faced adversity before in the playoffs. We've faced elimination before and, and responded. So um, I know we're going to be better than we were tonight. We'll take three more questions. Next question, Chris Matthews. Hey, Chris. Hey, Pete, can I ask you about the uh, the mixing, the maxing, um, the mixing, matching, jumbling of the, of the forwards and so forth. Did you sense maybe, maybe for the first time? I don't know. Maybe not for the first time, but did you sense tonight that maybe those guys were just getting a little bit frustrated with what's kind of unfolded in the past and, and and tonight? Yeah, I think with the way the game was going and 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 the lack of uh, success uh, some of our lines have had so far in the series. Uh, you know, we tried to. To jumpstart some guys and, and look at some, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> look at some different combinations. Um, you know, didn't have much of an effect, but uh, you know that's that's one of the things we tried to do. Nick Costanica. Hey Nick. Hey Pete, uh, I have so much respect for Mark Stone, and I don't mean to pick on him, but on the third goal, he's shorthanded, turns it over at the blue line. Doesn't look like he comes back hard on the back check, maybe because he thinks White Cloud should have Caulfield. What do you think of that play, and, and why do you think he's struggling uh, so much? Um, you know what? I, again, I'm, I, this isn't a night uh, that we're going to pile on people. We've been on a long playoff road here, and we've got a lot of unbelievable efforts. It was an off night by everybody. Everybody's in that boat, not just Mark Stone. So, um, you know, this is about our response.
Last question, Mark Spector. Hey, Mark. Hey, Pete. So you've coached through these things before. And sometimes the other team's doing something to you that you you got to figure out. You got to do the X's and O's and get past it. I don't sense that with your team. I sense you've got a lot of players that just have to play better. Frankly, uh, what does a coach do to make guys get to the level they need to be at, or do you stand back and trust they're going to get there by themselves, Peter? Uh, you know, I, I think that's uh, we're searching for those answers. That, that's our job to try and turn over every stone here. Um, is there some X and O answers? I'm sure there's some things we can talk about and do a little bit differently. Uh, the, the moments in this series where we've had success, there's no doubt we're, we're doing certain things, uh, but we're not doing them for long enough stretches and, and with enough participants uh, every night. So. You know, again, I, I don't have a, a, a clear answer for you other than, um, you know, we, we've been in this type of spot before. We've had adversity before, and we, we've responded the right way every time uh, with this group. So uh, I'm confident uh, we'll be ready to go in game six. Coach, thank you for your time. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians, when we left you in the highlights, we're going into the third period. The Montreal Canadiens up three to nothing on the Vegas Golden Knights. And if Vegas had hoped for a comeback, they'd need to find some offense in the early stages of the period. Max Pacioretty would answer that bell and finally beat Carey Price. Right circle face off. Wah wins it and one shot missed. Rebound, score! Max Pacioretty. He fanned on the first shot the second time. He got it by. Pacioretty's first goal of the series and the first goal from the top six Vegas forward in the series. And the Knights now trail 3-1. to one. That is Max Pacioretty from Nick Waugh. 4.09 of the third period to make it 3-1 to one Montreal. The Golden Knights would continue to press, but Nick Suzuki would put the game away with an empty net goal. Petrangelo on the right with Martinez. Pass got blocked by Toffoli. Oh, Petrangelo a diving play, but Suzuki's after the loose puck. He scores. Empty netter. Petrangelo made a diving play to try to hold the line. He went soaring onto the Montreal bench, but Suzuki burst through, and Suzuki makes it 4-1 to one with a minute six to go in the third. Nick Suzuki from Tyler Toffoli, 18-54, the third period to make it 4-1 to one, Montreal, and all that was left was the final call. Up against the kick plate, Nosek looks at the referee. He's not going to do anything about it. The clock's going to run out. Here's the siren. Well, in Montreal, it would be a siren. In Vegas, it's a buzzer, and the buzzer is a bad sound tonight for the home fans. Montreal 4, Vegas 1. The Canadians take a 3-2 series lead. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Vegas Golden Knights 4-1 to to take a 3-2 series lead. The Golden Knights face elimination Thursday in game number 6. That puck drop will be at 5 p.m. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and the luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. Triple A Insurance post game show. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Vegas Golden Knights four to one to take a three to two series lead. So the Golden Knights backs against the wall have to come with a response on Thursday night. This is something that this team has done all year long. Uh, I understand recency bias will tell you that you know this is going to be a tough spot for Vegas. I, I get it, I do, but it is a team that has found ways earlier on in the year. They have found ways through the playoffs, and I, I'd like to believe that they'll be able to find a way to go into Bell Center, play a great road game, find a couple of goals, and bring this back for a Game 7, which would be on Saturday night. But in order to do it, you're going to need contributions from everybody, and 
you know, tonight getting Max Patch ready on the board, having him find the back of the net, I, I think that that's a, a good thing for Vegas. But Mark Stone, uncharacteristic game from him. And you understand it in the context of where you were at in the game. You're, you're down 2 nothing. You're trying to force something shorthanded. You're looking to make plays. And, you know, one of the things that we've, we've talked about in terms of this series, I've talked about it a lot, first goal matters. The first goal matters. Starts have to be good for sure. And I thought Vegas, the first five minutes, like they played fine. And then they get a power play opportunity, and, and there's there's no real momentum to be gained from the Golden Knights power play right now. And if anything, I think it sucked the momentum from their game. And at that point, Montreal kind of settled in. And, and once they settled in, it became very difficult for the Golden Knights uh, to find offense. And, you know, quite frankly, you, you go down – to the Montreal Canadiens, not just in terms of one goal, but when when it's two and then three against Carey Price, it just seems insurmountable. And when you've got a team that is bought in the way that the Canadians are in their structure, in their system, taking away the middle of the ice, not allowing the Golden Knights to find any type of penetration into that box to get to the slot, it just it's a really, really tough road. So for me, in terms of game six in terms of what you need to see out of the Golden Knights the early key to the game is score first and then beyond that it's score often you've got to play with a lead against the Montreal Canadiens and that's over oversimplification I understand that but at the same time you need to you need to have something different if you're the the Vegas Golden Knights going into Montreal in game six so uh you know, it'll be interesting to really see what ends up happening in the rest of this series, but it's not over until it's over, and the Golden Knights have to stave off elimination come Thursday night. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, 4-1 to the final. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Vegas Golden Knights in game five, take a 3-2 to series lead, headed home to Montreal with a chance to close out the Vegas Golden Knights on Thursday in game number six. That puck drop at 5 o'clock. Pre-game show will go at 4 o'clock. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And as I mentioned before, I thought the Golden Knights started well enough. The first five minutes, I do think that they were able to generate some good looks. Didn't have an opportunity that was really, really dangerous on Carey Price. And then Vegas, they because they're moving their feet, because they're working the forecheck, they draw a penalty. And you're looking at it and saying, okay, this might be that moment, right, where the Golden Knights find a goal on the power play. They're able to take control of this game and settle in. And what the power play ends up doing is it takes a bit of momentum away from them. You know, and then the second period, I think it really, that's where this series kind of changes, right? Because with every period that Montreal is able to, hang with Vegas, is able to limit the chances, is able to frustrate the Golden Knights, their confidence grows. And if you continue to string those periods along and, and together within this series and within these games, then you start to play into the frustration. And that's what came out for the Golden Knights in the second period. You could see it just in terms of missed passes. You could see it just in terms of not executing, and that is where the Golden Knights got into trouble. The second period gets away from them, and right now they are facing down a 3-2 series deficit. The Golden Knights need to find two more wins to keep their season alive. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the Montreal Canadiens 4-1 in Game 5 Stanley Cup Semifinals. So the Vegas Golden Knights on the verge of being eliminated. They have to find two more wins. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us. And I would expect that you want to join us tonight, whether it's to vent, whether it's to really get behind this team that you cheer for. 702-876-1340 is the number. Darren Millard, what did you see tonight? I don't think that there's any doubt that everybody that was in the building that was a VGK fan or the players and the support staff and the coaches, uh, management ownership, would be disappointed in, in what happened yeah. tonight. It was a, a first period that I thought there were some, some indications of positiveness, but it wasn't uh, an overwhelming uh, come out and storm the, the Montreal net. Uh, it was more just to set the table and I thought that there would be something built off that and instead it went the other way and uh, and at the end of the day you kind of got what you deserved on the scoreboard compared to uh, what was put forth on the ice so whether it was effort squeezing the stick uh, uh, or just not having your legs uh, it all culminated with with the proper score. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at this game, and it's not really what I was expecting out of Vegas. And, and I think you kind of look at it and say it's a, it's a missed opportunity for sure. But, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the right score. The Montreal Canadiens were better than the Vegas Golden Knights in this game. It's not the way you want to put forth the performance. It's not the, the uh, performance that you expected with the stakes so high, 2-2, and being on home ice, and having kind of got away with one in game four, yeah, uh, I, I expected more, and I, they would have expected more from themselves uh, as well. So uh, I think this is one where you don't spend a lot of time on, that it's a, a rinse and try and find some proper mindset going into game six. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us. The Golden Knights facing elimination. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Jason. Jason, how you doing tonight? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, let me tell you, tonight's game, you know, they're having a tough time getting in the, you know, the goal. But, you know, in the third period, they're trying so hard, you know. And I think we got game six. I, I have faith in them. Go Knights, go! Thanks for the call. There, there's a difference with this team when they when they score, yeah. And, and it's not just the obvious. Uh, they they put one on the board, and they can uh, they can get going. There's a definite jump up in intensity and confidence. And what you've seen is that that goal, that moment, take too long into a game to yeah. get going. And and he's right. They score. And then they take over the game for a while. But it just took so long to get there into that third period. Yeah, I mean, the Montreal Canadiens make you work for everything. And, and the Golden Knights, you're, you're absolutely right, had a great opportunity five minutes into the game with a power play, right? Yep. And that's one of those situations where we know the power play has struggled in the playoffs. But you get one there, it changes everything. And, and in fact, I looked at that play, I looked at the power play those two minutes, as kind of taking some of the early momentum away from the Golden Knights. Did you think Carey Price was great tonight? I didn't think he had to make many great saves. Exactly. Yeah. And that will probably be what the coaching staff looks at more than anything, is how impactful was Carey Price? Did he have to be tonight? And that tells you the whole story and, uh, on the end result. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in John. John, how you doing? Good. How are you, man? Doing well. Uh, just wanted to get your take on the uh, fans booing the home crowd tonight. Uh, fans are allowed to voice their displeasure. Uh, booing is part of it. I think the most surprising thing or why it grabs attention, quite honestly, is there's, in the four years of this franchise, yeah. been very, very 
few times where it's occurred, and and that's why it'll get played up uh, more than uh, more than other other cities, uh, other National Hockey League franchises, because the players uh, and over the first four years have simply not uh, not granted any opportunity for it to occur because it's been so successful. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Darren. When you look at the the success of the Golden Knights and really what this team means to this city, it's not something that happens really ever. And and I don't remember. I can't legitimately remember the last time that it happened. But, you know, I, I guess you, you have to put yourself in the position of, of someone that is is incredibly invested in this in this team. And, you know, in terms of where it was at in the game, it was on the power play. And and again, like that's going to be the the hot button issue right now for the Golden Knights is that you don't have a power play goal in this series and you look at the fact that you're down three to two, if you were able to get contributions there, it's a different outlook. And right now it's just not working for the Golden Knights. I'm pretty sure the players and the coaching staff would have been booing or doing something that would be comparable uh, during yeah. the course of the game. Yeah, I don't think that that's far off either. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Donald. Donald, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, I just had a question about Pete DeBoer. Um, his press conference, man, he just sounded defeated. And I don't know if players listen to that. I, I don't know, like, he definitely didn't look at his peak, and I, what do you think? I mean, how does that convey in the locker room? I think he's pissed off. I don't think he's defeated. Yeah. Uh, I think he's uh, struggling to find answers like uh, like everybody else uh, is uh, with his athletes. I'm, I'm, and, and, by the way, I'm not making excuses. Uh, yeah, he was uh, – there, there was a tone that, that replicated and, uh, and mirrored the scoreboard tonight, and it wasn't uh, a peppy Pete uh, behind the podium uh, this evening. But uh, I think it was more, uh, I don't know whether you're a parent or not, but there's some times where you have to dial it back so much that you're almost uh, numb, yeah. uh, and you come across as numb because you don't want to lose it to your, in front of your kids and, and do that. There was, there was probably a lot of uh, managing his emotions tonight uh, that 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 gave off that feeling is that fair yeah that no that's that's a fair assessment um do you think that peak was i mean montreal coming into the series i mean yep. you, you kind of knew what montreal had um, but did you, you know, like because no, nobody had paid this. nobody played them before it's it, it, it that's easy to say <laughs> but there is no no crossover this year and i'm with you uh, and if, if you're going down the path of the, their, uh, you knew what they had, and it would have been easier, or or uh, you saw the route to victory there. Yeah, I did too. I, I if if this was at the outset of the series, and you're going to tell me that a team had a chance to wrap it up in six, I'd say it's the Golden Knights all day long. So I, I just, I, but the the fact that there was no crossover this year, it's such a different series. Yeah, and and thank you for the call, Donald. I. It's it's so incredibly interesting where we are now five games in yeah. versus where we were at the beginning of the series because you look at everything on paper, you say to yourself, okay, this right here is David and Goliath, right? Like yeah. it is it is a team that had 40 wins in the regular season and they had to go through the other team in the league that was as good or better than them all year long. And then you get to a team with 24 wins and you say, okay, this should be a mismatch. But there's a way the Montreal Canadiens are playing the Golden Knights, and they are not giving them anything. And that's why you play these games out in real life. And Vegas won. It wasn't like there was a drop-off to start the series. Yeah. Vegas won the opener of the set. And, uh, and Montreal's just got better as the game went on. I would make the point. And uh, Brian McCormack and I were just having a conversation and uh, we're discussing about Carey Price and how impactful he's been in the series. And he's been good. He's been great. But, but not the way you would think that Carey Price would have had to play to this point of the set. His best game was probably game one. 
and, and Montreal lost wrong. that one. You're not wrong, and Brian's not wrong either yeah. in, in in assessing it that way. But right now, it's it's all on the Golden Knights to find a way to get a game in Montreal and force Game Seven back here on home ice. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended post game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 4-1. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Golden Knights to take a 3-2 series lead. Vegas facing elimination Thursday night in game six. 5 o'clock puck drop, 4 o'clock pregame show. Let's head back out to the phone lines. 702-876-1340 if you'd like to join us. Bring in Seth. Seth, how you doing? Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call. Just uh, just driving home from the game now. Yeah, uh, just kind of dovetailing on what happened last season, and just kind of you know did the playoffs last time. It seems like you know we have a lot of uber talented forwards and just you know a ton of playmakers. But you know outside of Pacioretty and to an extent Petrangelo, we have just a lack of like pure snipers on this team. You know, kind of like a like a rant or a, like a Braden point. You know, I mean those are obviously extreme examples, but we have people who just you know. Like you look at Tuck and you look at Riley Smith, just tons of, tons of talent, but they're just not like pure snipers and pure goal scorers. So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. If that's something we should look for in the off season, or you know, just something like that. You know, in terms of the off season, like I, I want to wait and see what ends up happening. There's still an opportunity for the Golden Knights to come back and win this series and move on to the next round. Just in terms of this series and and kind of maybe it feeling a lot like last year. Last year, the Golden Knights were dominating possession down low. They were spending so much time in the offensive zone uh, against Vancouver. Also had spurts where they did that against Dallas. And they were getting some some more dangerous looks. Like right now, the Montreal Canadiens are taking away a lot of what the Golden Knights are doing. I, I think that your point is well taken in terms of the Golden Knights not having more than just Pacioretty or Petrangelo who can score from the outside. But the fact of the matter is the, the whole team needs to be better in terms of their execution on the forecheck to create turnovers and create more looks to get to the inside. You see Alex talk, bring the puck up the ice, go to the outside, and rip a shot from outside the circles. You want to see him work toward getting inside and making Carey Price, Carey Price make a save that way. That's two games where you would be disappointed in the performance if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. They don't play three very often. And they lost four or five at one point during this postseason. This very postseason. Yeah. Uh, And they're still going in the third round. Uh, This is is a tough one to swallow, but uh, I will say that uh, I would not be surprised at all if, if they go into Montreal and win. Not at all, and, and win the series. Uh, it's, it's a long road. This is a difficult road, one of the most difficult uh, that we've seen, and uh, I'll touch on something in a little bit uh, why I think that it's it, what's add to, added to it. But, uh, but while you have to acknowledge the disappointment, I, this is still far from over. 702-876-1340. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Kelsey. Kelsey, how you doing? Hey, guys. I do as well as can be expected. Um, I love listening to you guys. Uh, I listen a lot in replay when I have to work and stuff. And um, obviously we know this isn't a goalie problem, or at least I as a fan don't feel like it's a goalie problem. But, no. you know, and I don't, and I've never played hockey, so I guess I can't say. But, Ryan, you'd said right before the series started that you saw a lot of Montreal and Minnesota being similar in finding our mistakes and exploiting them. And I think that you've been spot on with that but we can't seem to find a score. Do you think that's Terry Price or fatigue? I mean, I find it hard to blame it on fatigue at, at this level. We should be able to fight past that, but it's hard to watch how just absolutely, like, no offense that they can find at all. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that it's all been Carey Price. In fact, I, I don't know that there have been many instances in which Carey Price has had to make truly difficult saves. And, you know, there have been a few here and there, but I think that if you would have told me going into this series that in, in Game 5, at the end of Game 5, the Canadians would have a 3-2 series lead, I would have expected Carey Price to be on another level. Mm-hmm. He's been good, but he hasn't had to be that Carey Price. If there's one yeah. part that scares me, it's that Carey Price hasn't stolen a game yet. That's the outlier. When I talk about uh, how this is very much still a series and Montreal's been the better team in three games and uh, Vegas has been the better team in two games. Yeah. They, they, they haven't won all those games, right. but, it's, uh, right, but it's, right. it's three and two in how, who's been the better team in all the games. Montreal deserves this 3-2 series lead right now. Uh, I believe Vegas can win the series. The, the one thing that's uh, just over here to my right that just hovers around is Carey Price hasn't been all-world in a game where he just wins it by himself yet. Thank you for the call, Kelsey. 702-876-1340. Head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? Doing Great, all right. Stephanie. You know, one of the things that I kind of noticed um, during this game is that the Canadians are just being more opportunistic, especially... Um, their power play goal where they just, you know, stole it from Stone and, and did that. And it just seems like the Knights aren't putting themselves in a position to get those opportunities still, which has been a problem almost the entire postseason is we're not getting a lot of rebounds and not getting um, just those high-danger chances or getting the goalie moved out of position. They're just not making the other team work hard enough for it. So, you know, just hopefully we can pull something out of a hat or stir something up or do something and come back and win the next two and, and move on to face probably the Lightning or the Islanders. And, yeah, can't not going to be negative because it's not going to help. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. Uh, there's a team in Toronto right now, and there's a group in Winnipeg, uh, and at the same time tonight they, they both stood up and the Jets and the Maple Leafs, and said, see, it's, <laughs> That's it's, not, what they do. it's not just us. Uh, <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens are a counterpunch team. Yeah, They will not get dominated like maybe some teams will and just rope-a-dope you. I won't go that far. But they'll let you have your possession time, and they will jump all over. With the Caulfield-Suzuki combination with Kakanyemi, uh, the the youth that they've got going right now allows them to jump down your throat if you make a mistake off a turnover, and that's what they've done. Yeah, 100%, and thank you for the call, Stephanie. It's a team that takes advantage of the opportunities that yeah. they have because they know they've got the talent to finish. Those young players, you mentioned Caulfield and Suzuki, a three-point night for Nick Suzuki. Like He has shown up in every game, really, this series that the Montreal Canadiens have won. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Sean. Sean, how you doing? Man, I'm doing all right. I, uh, I, I wish we could get players like Suzuki. Man, that would have been nice. Um, I left the game early today, four minutes left. Food for the first time. I'm a season ticket holder, day one, year one. It's, it, I think the biggest frustration is we know what they're capable of, and they're just not getting it done. I, uh, Shea Theodore today was just brutal, gaff after gaff. And the, the truth of the matter is, if we win game six and game seven, fine. Do you think we have any shot against the Lightning? Yes. Or any shot against the I don't. Absolutely. I don't feel it at all. Yeah. Not this year. Well, uh, hold on. Let me let me ask you. Where were you in terms of the Minnesota series? Where were you in terms of the series with the Avalanche? I knew that we. I I was excited about taking on Minnesota round one because, unlike the Avalanche, they had our they had they were in our head. They've been a monkey on our back for four seasons for no apparent reason whatsoever. They just were killing us. So getting them, we we can't win the cup without beating them. So the fact we faced them, awesome. The fact we were able to persevere against the Avalanche, awesome. I'm not saying that the Canadians are a pushover. They're not. Obviously, they're showing it on the ice. But we are a better team than they are. And if we're, un- and if we're unable to, to, to at least get it past the blue line, for Christ's sake, it's getting to the point where it's like, guys, it, fine. If we make it past them, we're going towards a buzzsaw that's the lightning right now. We need to wake up ASAP. And if we can't do it at home, game five, full house, how the heck are we going to do it? 
Yeah, don't uh, don't put the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in there just yet. Uh, let me ask you: Are you still there? Yeah, I just have one quick question, and uh, this is more from uh, looking outside. Uh, you you've been here longer than I have. You've been uh, a season ticket holder since the start. Uh, is that the first time you boot? By far, the first time I boot. I've okay. been frustrated. Okay, don't, no, no, I just want I just want to point out it's year four, third round Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, two games away from getting to your second final. Do you know how That's many? Great. Do you know how many people oh. would would trade places with you? And and I and, and, and I'm not even I'm not even faulting you for booing. I'm 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 not. Uh, I, I think I think the passion for the fans is amazing. But uh, just from from uh, an outside point of view. You're incredibly fortunate, man. Super spoiled. Yeah. The super. I, I grew up a, a Bruins fan, and I was a Bork fan, and they could never put a team around him. So when he moved, and he went to Colorado, and he got his championship there, I was kind of done with the Bruins because they were just so cheap during the 90s. So I've seen hockey yeah. before, and I've been a part of it before, and I know how fortunate we are. But I know how good this team is, and they are not playing like it, and it's frustrating. Yeah, the last two games have been, yeah. uh, have been ones where you go... I uh, just needed uh, uh, not a little bit more. You need a lot more. Yeah. Thank, and thank, thank you for the call, Sean. Great call. Great call. 702-876-1340. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 4-1. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Golden Knights to take a 3-2 series lead. Game 6 will be Thursday, 5 o'clock puck drop, 4 o'clock pregame show. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Eddie. Eddie, how you doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I, I want to look forward uh, a little bit to to the next game. I understand completely starting uh, Marc-Andre Fleury in Game 5. He got a little uh, got a little extra rest. But my question is, do you think that the Golden Knights go back to Robin Leonard in Game 6 and have a rested Fleury for Game 7, or with the season on the line, do you think Fleury starts in net? For Game 6? Are you yeah. asking for, okay, for, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I thought I knew. And then I didn't, and yeah. then I thought I knew again, and then I didn't. So, what uh, if I was going to bet? I would say it would be Leonard in Game Six. But I'll be completely one hundred percent honest with you. I don't know anymore. Yeah, and and Eddie, I'm right there too. Like I fully expected tonight to see Robin Leonard get the start for Vegas, and it was Mark Andre Fleury. I don't know. But the only thing that I do know is whoever it is, that's not going to be the 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 reason, right? We no. we've talked about it. You're you're getting the same type of performance from either guy. You need to score goals. The Golden Knights, sure. quite frankly, need to go out and score some goals in Montreal, and they've got to do it early. It'd probably be easier if we were talking about goaltending being a factor. Yeah, because then you could go. Just start the other guy, yeah, yeah or exactly. start this guy again. Uh, probably be easier uh, and easier for the coaching staff, but it's but it's not. Goaltending wasn't wasn't the difference tonight. And thank you for the call, Eddie. Let's bring in everyone's favorite. We know we need we know we need the words the words of wisdom right now. Let's bring in Rita. Rita, how you doing? Well, you know, I've been better. First off, I want to say I never boo. I may cry, but I don't boo. They're my team. High water or whatever. But I do have two good things. First of all, according to my computer, before 10 o'clock, we were under the three-digit mark in the temperature, so we're moving the right way. And second, I didn't want to have to go seven games, but if we got to, at least we'll be home to have the party on the strip like we need. So, you know, we got to look on the bright side. We can kick ass. we just got to do it. Rita? Yeah? I love you. I oh, that's sweet. I do too, uh, Rita. But, but, honey, you're, you're probably the same age as my daughter. 
but I appreciate no, it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying we're gonna we're gonna hook up or anything like that. I just just wanted to oh, tell well, you that I, I love your attitude. No, <laughs> well, I'm married, Rita. Oh well, damn, you know. <laughs> but but we can hang out every now and then. Uh, okay. No, no, Rita. That those works. are those are great points, and uh, and that's a great way to uh, to uh, end it off tonight. And uh, with the with the final call, a little bit of perspective uh, from Rita. Thank you for that call, Rita. We are back to wrap it up next. Extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 4-1 the final. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Vegas Golden Knights to take a 3-2 series lead. Darren Millard facing elimination. Final thoughts. This morning on the stream, I believe it was on the stream, because we did the pregame show as well. Uh, I don't know when I said it, but, uh, but I, I brought even, it up. I don't even know what day it is, yeah. so that's fine that this was the first time that the Golden Knights had played a game traveling from the Eastern time zone to the Pacific time zone in 16 months. Normally, uh, anytime that happens, there's an adjustment. But you go through it throughout, throughout the year uh, three or four times uh, during, during the course of a season. This is the first time 16 and a half months that it's happened. That doesn't make an excuse for the performance tonight, but Pete DeBoer said they didn't have it, didn't have the legs, didn't have uh, the go. Montreal's done it all year. They're the only division that's gone three time zones. Uh, they've crossed uh, Canada all year. Maybe they were better. Maybe they were just adjusted. I don't know. I won't say it didn't have anything to do with the game. It wasn't the difference, but it might have had something to do with the game. If it goes seven, they'll be able to have experienced it once before and maybe they can brush that aside and easy and handle it easier i'm just i, I think it's a, a valid point something that you can consider uh when when you go back and forth changing three time zones there you have it the final thought from darren millard we will be back with you on thursday game six Five o'clock puck drop, four o'clock pregame show. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. Thanks to all of you, our listeners and our callers, for joining us tonight. We will be back with you on Thursday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.